for some well-meaning person to give them to you. My name is Raphael Caleb. Coming up is International Day of Disability on the 3rd of December and I am absolutely delighted to be joined by a very esteemed artist, Mr Guy Morgan. Guy, how are you today? I'm fine, and how are you, Raf? I am actually very, very, very excited. There's an art exhibition coming up at the Museum of Contemporary Art. Mr. Guy Morgan is one of two artists that is going to be featured in it, and his video work is called Written with a Finger on a Steamed Up. Window guy, that was absolutely incredible. Tell us about how this whole thing came about. Art Screen 2023 is a project that's uh, promoted by Accessible Arts in New South Wales, together with uh, the MCA and Create New South Wales and a couple of other sponsors. Ask for submissions for a short video up to 10 minutes um, it had to be a work on access, identity, and social connectedness. And I had a an idea in my head, and I know a number of uh, artists with disability, and I felt that they would have a, a lot of things that they might want to say, and um, I gave them a vehicle to uh, to do so. When I set up the interview, uh, we had a bit of a conversation. Said, "Well, look, what are we going to talk about? I'm going to let you in a little secret here." And I thought, this is going to be pretty interesting. Written with a finger on a steamed up window. Why is art important to people with a disability? There's a lot more people in the arts with a disability than without. In some ways, it's, it's actually accessible. There are so many variations of what one's practice might be from picking up a paintbrush to uh, picking up a pencil and writing to uh, having a camera it's something arts are in some ways are an open door to to everybody. But I sat on the board of um, Arts Access Australia for three years, and that uh, certainly opened my eyes to um, the need for access, both for artists and also for the public to be able to be able to go and and experience art, um, whether they made it or whether they were viewing it. Um, it's very important that we 
include people? It certainly is. It's 57% of people with disability identify of having an arts practice of some description. My experience from working in community services over 26 years with art and creativity, it's actually in the top three interests of people who identify with having a disability. What are some of the traditional structures that have been in place that make it difficult for people with a disability to actually come involved in the general community and also the arts practice? Something between 80 and 90% of uh, disability is invisible. One of the, one of the wonderful lines in, in the video is that society needs to work out how to make society less disabling. Famous, um, and, and, and possibly a, a harder hitting version of that is, is that my greatest disability is your attitude. The people, I, I have an acquired disability. I, I, I have a vision issue that I acquired 12 years ago that makes things a lot harder for a visual artist than 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 it, it it would be, and I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm I'm very lucky in many ways. But I, having come into this sort of fairly late in life, you, one realizes how ignorant one has been about the whole disability sector until you're actually on the inside of it, looking out rather than the outside looking in. The, the title written with a finger on a steamed up window is a, is something that we all can relate to. It's you know we did this. Everybody's done this, whether it's you, you blow steam on the inside of a car window or you're in a shower and you just decide that you're going to make a mark with your finger on, on, on the condensation. And the thing that, that I thought was very relevant about this is that it's, it's accessible. Every, you don't need materials to do it. You don't need a paintbrush or anything. You know, you've got a finger or you can put your handprint on there or, or whatever and, uh, and leave a mark. And the thing that I liked about it is that that mark is completely impermanent it, it it's going to disappear that led me to extend my thinking to the ephemerality which is the e, eph so that's the, the 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 fleeting nature the the, the non-permanent nature of both the ideas process how an idea will pass through your mind and you either pick up on it and do something about it or it's just evaporates and i felt that there were a number of things that these artists with a disability Varying disabilities from, from being, um, uh, hard of hearing and deaf to, um, a wonderful, um, Tasmanian artist who is a furniture maker and lighting designer who is legally blind. I mean, the, the, the way in which these people work and he's internationally awarded and internationally recognized. Fantastic fellow called Duncan. There's a number of people that kind of fly under the radar who are, who really should be more recognized than they are. And, uh, the arts, the last line of, in the video is a, a wonderful line by a filmmaker who says, um, that, um, uh, the art sector is in deep need of, 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 of change, basically. With the art, is it like along the lines of, does it actually reflect the community or does it build a community or is it like an historical perspective in order to create change for people? And can people with disability use it as a platform to launch change on the public about access and inclusion? I haven't told you this before in our pre-run, but um, I applied for a grant to um, put together um, a community theatre where the, the key point was that there were going to be some illustrations and paintings projected on a wall 
and then we were going to have an audio describer and and the if if you're blind um one of the ways of accessing artwork is to have it audio described for you somebody tells you what it's about and it's a very there's not many audio describers in this in this country but i set up a couple of meetings and one of them was to have uh, the, the the pictures audio described to a sighted audience which is exactly the opposite of what one should do and this and we played we we first played the video um, as it was intended to be. And the second time we played it with the audio description and I asked the, the, the sighted people to close their eyes. And this is the sort of demonstration that you need to do. And the wonderful thing about it was that the audio describer, never, who was a, one of Australia's most finest, had never really looked at a sighted audience and to see how audio description worked with a sighted audience. And you need to have an insight into disability arts and to how the disabled sector is totally under-resourced and totally, uh, one of the lines says, don't let good thoughts evaporate and don't let good artists disappear. And it's just so relevant to, you You look at the number of, of, of artists with disability that, that show in any of the state galleries or national galleries or even Museum of Contemporary Art, there's very, 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 very few, if if any. Yeah, now, Guy, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here because I believe this is actually spot on with when it comes down to accessibility. Channel 9 yesterday put on a show and it was going to be about the 2023 Melbourne Awards. Now, a number of the winners, and many congratulations to the winners of the 2023 awards, got between two to three minutes on a national television show. However, the winner of the Access Inclusion Awards, big drum roll comes up, was Mojo Film Festival and Invisible Disability It Rated one sentence or approximately 14 words or five seconds of airtime in a half-hour show, which is 0.00022, and I would like to make a case to all media that access inclusion means equal airtime. 20% of people in Australia identify with having a disability. That's around 5 million people in Australia, and... Invisible Disabilities, it rated, as I said, 0.0002. I would actually argue that mainstream media's attitude to people with disability in this context, invisible is still disability. It is out of sight, unheard, because of attitudes that exist within the media that they will not give to include people with disability, giving the airtime for their work as well. Any thoughts on that one? Well, one of the, I, I end up, well, near the end of the video, I, I put another stat in there, which I think is equally relevant at this point. 18% of people, roughly 18% of people, uh, identify as having a disability. However, only 4% of roles on television show dis- disability. Um, so that just shows you how the whole visibility is minimized and is downplayed. And it really needs to be, in some ways, 
I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not against, you know, legislation, legislation, legislation for the purposes of it. But in fact, to actually shake up the people that make the rules who are basically parliamentarians, um, and councillors even, because after all, we have to vote, you know, compulsory for council elections. People should be held in positions of power should be held more responsible to do the right thing by the invisible minority. And, um, if, um, if, it, you know, we, we, we all have a vote whether we're disabled or not. And it, it really, if we actually became a little bit more, um, oh, what's the word? Standing up in the, in, in the streets and shouting about it. Um, maybe something more would be done. But really, to be honest, the disabled community doesn't do that. The disabled community is a fantastically rewarding, enriching and worthwhile group. But because it's a bit harder than the standard person in the street, it tends to get relegated. And there's another line in the video. The, the video is really interesting in many ways because it's, I had a lot to say. I have a lot to say about the art world. But if I actually said it, I'd be shot down, you know, uh, I would get a lot of people railing against my views. So what I did want to do was give people, as I mentioned before, a vehicle to say what they wanted to say. And there are probably only about 20, 25 statements in the video. They're all written by the artists with their finger in a steamed up, on a steamed up window. Even though they come from very different places, they all have very different disabilities. There are certain areas that everybody feels the same within the disabled community. Well, that's about being extremely authentic and part of being authentic on 3CR 855. The boldness, it does mean we need to play some community announcements. Vibe Union is bringing exciting, ongoing showcases of local talent across Melbourne. This creative collective provides a supportive platform to upcoming artists, hosting poetry open mic nights, intimate singer-songwriter evenings, and hip-hop showcases. Head along to one of their events for a welcoming night of creativity, or see how you can get involved at vibeunion.com.au. Vibe Union is a 3CR supporter. We know you love listening to 3CR, but we also know that many of you haven't downloaded the Community Radio Plus app yet. The app lets you tune in anywhere and share the station with your friends. So, show the love and share the love and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. Welcome back to 3CR 855 AM. You're, thank you for joining me on The Boldness, talking all things disability. Boldness is about standing up for your human rights. It's about it for some well-meaning person to give them to you. And I'm talking with the very esteemed artist, Mr. Guy Morgan, about his video... Written with a finger on 
uh, steamed up window, which is showing at the Museum of Contemporary Art. What this actually has to do with accessibility, it's one of those parts to make sure that everybody does get the opportunity. I can assure you that this is absolutely some fantastically incredible insights. And we're going to give a plug, as Guy alluded to, to Sophia Gallum with her work. I actually am familiar with Sophia's work. She's an incredible filmmaker. One of the barriers that people do have for disability in the media is equal airtime. And when it comes down to radio interviews, and that accessibility means making sure that there's Auslan translators that actually are available and captioning. And I've actually had these debates for about 10 years and I still have trouble trying to organise any type of funding. But this is what accessibility is about, is making it available to everyone because it addresses the core of the issue in the community, which is about ableism. And the boldness is about doing the best it can to ensure disability rights, it's available for access and inclusion everywhere. Now, Guy, this is your chance to really shine in the sun that I've actually had a look at your CV there over the past 11 or 12 years there. I want to assure people, I reckon there's about 50 different accomplishments and awards or exhibitions there that you've actually come across. What has been the one that has given you the most connection to the community, the one the most personal satisfaction as far as disability goes? Wow, uh, that's a that's a very interesting question. And funnily enough, when I look back at the number of people that, that cooperated and contributed to the video, I had a number of people that I've met, and I met them through a number of different ways, either exhibiting with them or through my contact with um, sitting on the board of Arts Access Australia. And and then when you're in that kind of position, people pass other names on. And I think that's been the most rewarding part of it all, is actually building up a community of totally different people, but they all have their own cross to bear. And they, and, and really at the end of the video, I actually thank all the, all the, um, 10 contributors. And I asked for, um, them to be, send me a photograph with them standing in front of their work. And then of course we had an enormous difficulty because there's 10 individual people that I wanted to, to, uh, credit, uh, for their involvement. And, um, I realized that if I actually did that individually, um, I'd have to have all the photographs audio described, which would have taken probably 15, 20% of the actual running time of the video. So terribly difficult. So what I did, in fact, was I put a montage together of all their faces, and then the, the audio description has only one description of, of a number of people standing in front of their artwork. But then on top of that, we've also managed to secure a page on the Accessible Arts website so if you go to Accessible Arts and, and, and do a search on Guy Morgan, you'll come across the people that actually contributed to the making of the video. So to answer your question, what has been the most valuable thing or most rewarding thing? Very difficult to know. Uh, I entered the Archibald Prize just after I had a major retinal detachment, and I did it in many ways to show people my new vision, in other words, how I saw 
Uh, one eye is very distorted, no straight lines, no round circles in one eye. And that's a kind of interesting way of looking at people. You look at it with your bad eye, you, you get a kind of different way of how people look. And that's what I painted for the Archibald. And then I tried to use my connection with that to flag the idea about there are certain warning signs that you can get that I suffered and I didn't know about, and nor did my doctor, funnily enough. As a result, I, if it had been picked up earlier, I would have just been shoved in hospital or had an hour or two-hour procedure, I would have been fine. But as what actually ended up happening was I came very close to, to losing the sight in, in one eye. And I have basically a useless eye that I can't even read out of um, on one side. And I tried to get that experience of being in the Archibald to warn people of and to get it onto their radar about retinal detachment. And it's just amazing that just people just don't want to listen till it happens to them. Now, I really get that one is that it's the old saying is that who do you stand up for your allies and everybody else oh but it's not happening to me and then there's nobody left to stand up for you too so it's great that you used your experience as an artist to try to actually get a social awareness out there and hopefully it makes a difference to another person we'd like to thank the people for the Museum of Contemporary Art Creative New South Wales who are made the exhibition possible. There's a, there's a, a, a wonderful um, organisation called Bus Stop Films that deals with uh, making films with uh, either actors or crew or, or cast that are people with disabilities, and they actually teach various film studies. They've been a wonderful um, assistance. Um, two of their graduates uh, helped out on the shooting of the movie, so that's Bus Stop Films in New South Wales. Ace Productions, which is a production community, uh, production company and facilities in Parramatta. Create New South Wales, who uh, a lot of the funding comes from. MCA Australia, which is the Museum of Contemporary Art in Sydney. And Accessible Arts, who are the, the New South Wales version of um, Arts and Disability Organisation. Um, I'd like to thank them terrifically. I hope to see um, uh, or meet uh, people at the Museum of Contemporary Art on the 2nd of December, which is when the talk's on. It's a Saturday. Now, the video is is actually part of the celebrations of the International Day of People with Disability, which is on December the 3rd, and it's run by the MCA in Sydney, as I mentioned. The actual video premieres two or three days before and then shows on the Saturday and the Sunday, that's the 2nd and 3rd of December, uh, for most of the day. And in fact, there's an, if you're in Sydney, there's an artist talk on the Saturday at 2 o'clock, which I'll be taking part in. The venue is not huge. It's only a hundred and just over 100 seats. So I'd get there early because I think there might be quite a few people. And also because the talk is being live streamed and it's being captioned, we aren't actually going to be able to show the videos during the artist's talk, but it's they will be running before and after. So it might be worthwhile if you are in Sydney to get it there, possibly around about 1.30 to, um, to have a look at the videos. My video runs for nine and a half minutes, and the other uh, recipient of Art Screen, who's a wonderful lady called uh, Sophia uh, Golan, who is a, a very deemed director, she'll be showing her work and, and talking with, with me. Uh, I'll be showing my work. 
Her video is about seven and a half minutes. Mine's about nine and a quarter. So you need probably 20 minutes or so before the talk or after the talk to be able to see the videos. Has been premiered at the MCA and also Accessible Arts up here in Sydney has the video rights until the end of December. From probably the 1st of January, it will be available on, on Vimeo and will take off the security of it. Well, as in what we're going to do on the podcast, we're going to include the web link to the Museum of Contemporary Art, and that's probably the best place for listeners to get in contact. Thank you very much for your time, Guy. It's been absolutely fantastic to talk to you. One quick last final question. What is the best way for people to follow or find your artwork with a website? My website, which is actually interesting until I'm about to re-engineer the whole thing and it's been a slow old process, but it's Guy Morgan, which is one word, G-U-Y-M-O-R-G-A-N, one word, at bigpond. Uh, sorry, guymorgan.com is the website. And if you would like to um, uh, email me, you can try guy at guymorgan.com and that will get through to me. Thank you very much for your time. Keep listening to 3CR, 8.55am. Make sure you stay tuned for the International Day of Disability broadcast. It is going to be absolutely huge. The bonus will be back on the 29th of November. Thank you very much. We've been talking with Guy Morgan, esteemed artist, about the exhibition which features his work written with a steamed finger on a window. The Boldness would also like to congratulate Skitsy Inc. for winning the Access and Inclusion Award at the very prestigious 2023 Melbourne Awards. Many congratulations. I was watching it on television in a half-hour show a number of the winners received two or three minutes of airtime talking about their accomplishments. Skitsy Inc. that won the Access Inclusion Award received approximately seven seconds for their very, very important work around mental health, which is an invisible disability, and the relationship between this is that when it comes down to mainstream media and disability, well, it's basically invisible. It doesn't get much airtime, though the boldness does recognise it. And there's a great song by Heidi Everett called AWOL. That's what we're going to finish up today's show with. Let's listen to AWOL by Heidi Everett because... When it comes down to access and inclusion, that does mean airtime instead of other organisations in the media going AWOL when it comes down to mental health. Thank you very much for joining me on The Boldness on 3CR, 8.55am. This is AWOL by Hardy Everett.